Hello, James and Shona. Uh, I'm Owen from Lights Camera Film Reviews. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. So this uh, first question, or actually all the questions uh, can be answered by either one. So my first question is, you both have uh, not worked together prior to this movie. Could you talk a little bit about what it was like working uh, together for the first time on the production design for Poor Things? Um, it was a great experience. And actually, in, in hindsight, I don't know if we'd have been able to do it on our own. It was an enormous undertaking and right from the get-go, we we just had to do so much design work and research. And in this case, two brains were definitely better than one. And it was a really nice sort of, um, we were good sparring partners, you know, and one of us would get stuck on something, we'd swap, we'd even swap our sketches and cut them up. And, you know, it, it flowed really well and was really great. And James and I have both very different experience and, and skill sets, so we complemented each other very well yeah ab absolutely and and but also fundamentally we're we're very similar so our skill set's very different and where we're coming at is very different but our uh way we approach things is and 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 uh choice not choices um likes are similar our taste rather our tastes are very similar yeah. and also yeah. the way we we our brains work pretty quickly i think um, um and so we are able to keep up with one another and i think that's the the sparring partner thing is a good is a good term because it's like yeah you need somebody who who can think the same at the same speed as you which is not always the case actually when you're trying to create when you're trying to collaborate with somebody that can be if you're at different frequencies it, it's it's bad yeah 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 uh so where like my next question is kind of like where do you like even begin for a production design like this there's like multiple cities all these uh grand sets uh, could you explain a little bit about like the detailed like process on creating uh the sets from like the ground up well i think the, the the ground was the script it was the starting point for everything and it was a very i mean it was a brilliant script it, it's beautifully written really cohesive and so clear and actually, we started very much with the characters, Bella and uh, Baxter, um, and the house which he would have built for himself and Bella and prepared for her to live in and how that house evolved sort of was the design DNA, wasn't it, James? It kind of was the brain of a surgeon who cut and spliced and threw things together. He, you know, he had a futuristic brain. He was not of the Victorian era. He and Bella had eyes of nobody else she was a you know a baby in a in a woman's body so we started there we yeah we started there with um with the details and the ideas of the characters but then we also started at the same time thinking about uh how we wanted these spaces to function you know we went for composite immersive sets which um which gave uh Yorgos um and Robbie Ryan the DP and also the cast the possibilities of, of of staging and and wandering around these these environments um freely and not feel inhibited by um having to worry about doing lots of cgi after or, or so we, we we were kind of coming at it from um that angle too and and of course because there were two of us and we we assembled a team i brought a few people that i work with and shona has um her 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 team in her design studio and we we got together and 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 it, and it sort of fed out 
from there a lot of research done for across across all those things that Shane was talking about but also the other um, big worlds which were um, Lisbon and Paris and Alexandria and we just had to hit it quick and hard and and, and really um, and, and work work out from that initial um, initial as Shona was mentioning the initial thoughts of that the characters and yeah, yeah. Um, so Next is uh, kind of, this was also uh, your first time working uh, with the director, Yorgos Lanthimos. Like, what was it like to work with such a, like, creative and an imaginative uh, director? And kind of how did that uh, lead your production design? I think it was um, both intimidating and totally exciting and overwhelming. And he wants extreme in everything, whether it's... It, an extreme amount of work at something really big or something really small or something really crazy or something really simple. So actually this extremity is actually very hard to, to produce work that is um, extreme, always extreme. So it was, it was hard. It was hard work. You had to really make your brain work to come up with something that's sort of clever enough but not too clever and you know and James and I were saying we never got to double guess his reaction to what we were doing you could never get it right so what you thought might not fly was great and what you thought was great didn't fly so it was uh it was a roller coaster but overwhelmingly positive and creative yeah absolutely you can't you, there's no preconceptions he doesn't want you coming with preconceptions about what what it should be or where it should be and it might be the simplest thing that you would dismiss because it seems too easy if you'd reach too far and try and over intellectualize it then that's not cool you know it's a very uh and that's what keeps his films i think fresh and original is because it's just not going he wants you to always just think about a different way to perceive something and not and he doesn't want to put his ideas preconceived ideas onto onto you um, and and to us and to us set design so he he was always wanting to push but but not in a way which would push you in any direction which is kind of daunting as well at the same time definitely um so also the color palette and uh the colors overall in the in the sets and overall production design are very like vibrant like how did you come up and how much like uh inspiration do you have uh, coming up with these uh unique color palettes uh, for the film we were really uh it was a very sort of uh, quite a disciplined approach actually we we used uh medical drawings and references for the color palette this sort of sort of drained flesh and sort of fleshy skin tones and sort of blue blood and this this kind of slightly weird fleshy tripe palette so that sort of started off in the medical world in um more in Baxter's house and then when Bella goes to Lisbon she really she sees the world through completely different eyes she's really she's she's almost tripping it's psychedelic for her so the colors go really sort of uh, Wizard of Oz almost um and we chose to sort of knock out the blue that is normally so present in Lisbon with the tiles we sort of were quite careful to do that and then as James was saying we we really we didn't want to make the um the brothel red because that that's always what brothels are they're always deep red so we wanted to save the blue for for the brothel didn't we yeah so we we were very you know colored like the fact that there's no blue in Lisbon the 
the blue is used then you then see it in paris the brothel is very blue and um and it's a sort of cooler it's a more sophisticated she as she's as she's gaining knowledge of the world and dabbling in socialism and politics and the unjust of just ofness of the world then that's when we brought these more sort of more sophisticated subdued colors into into to um paris but it also still had the red um the trees i don't know if you've noticed the the red the trees are all uh, are red um and that was to mimic back to to the whole fact of the of the of the veins and um in in the in the um in the body and you know reinforcing the idea of her becoming a doctor and a surgeon and and the missing of home and so that was ever ever present so yeah where we used color and not chose to use it in in alexandria for example there's a it's a it's a hot arid um you know there's a lot of squalor going on but it's just ridiculous opulence as well at the same time so so that's kind of what informed that color palette was was based on the fact of the of the hot arid uh landscape and things like that yeah yeah that's really really neat my next question like what did you uh find to be uh the most uh challenging aspect of of this project uh, maybe it's a scene or maybe it's a uh extended uh sequence i think um probably two stages the you know finding the era that it wasn't in you know trying to establish this era that wasn't too familiar but felt recognizable or that you could ground yourself in but that it had this sort of somehow futuristic um otherworldliness was a sort of a a narrow line to walk on so that was we were constantly sort of falling off it and getting back on it and checking ourselves and and making it up as well so that was I think that was a huge challenge and then I mean the build James is obviously a huge challenge absolutely I think Alexandra also was really tricky because um in terms of screen time it's very little but it called for uh it, it's a moment a tipping point in the script where she understands that there's injustice in the world and that the world everyone was not born equal and so it was how to tell that tale on a quite a large scale but without without giving resources to it to, for want of a better word so we decided that we'd use a miniature for that which is a model a scale model and so um there had to be a believability and a realness to 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 the to the slums and the kind of squalor there so that was very tricky and we we worried that we would not we would fall too fantastical on down but but, but i think we we pulled it off in the end um so we used this um a scale model and that so in that terms of creatively i think that was a tricky thing and then yeah just the, the scale of the builds in in lisbon for example was a huge build which um was done in the biggest stone stage in continental europe at the time and it felt you know when it was wide as long as the stage and and we had numerous uh tricky uh, things to overcome like how you build a block of buildings with an undulating floor at different heights so we decided to build everything out of steel and clad and finish each block before we and then move on to a next one and then we had to build a water tank and a huge 170 foot backdrop that was wrap around that was painted at the same time so logistically that was very very tricky and you know um uh, and whilst we were still building three other big huge sets the London was being built at the same time and Paris and the ship so we were delivering these huge huge sets 
within a short short period of time and and then you know countless other ones with trees that are going at 45 degree angles that are suspended on you know how do you do that so there was lots of really interesting engineering problems to overcome as as opposed to the necessarily the creative because kind of that's in one way once you've come up with the creative ideas you've got to realize it too which is tricky yeah yeah <laughs> and finally uh for my last question did you have like a favorite scene or set that you worked on and uh what would that be i love Baxter's house I love the hallway I love the sort of openness of it and the weird layout and it was completely impractical but actually to be in that set it was so beautiful and so huge it's as huge as it looks on on camera and I think the scene where Bella is riding up and down in the tricycle with with the chicken dog I just loved that. And I loved the fact, I really felt that James and I had done a really good job that she could cycle all the way up and down that hallway, turn around on that crazy cycle and go around the dining room. And to me, I I loved that. And I, I yeah, I think that was my favourite set and, famous, and favourite scene, actually. I, I really like Paris. I mean, I love London too, but I, I, I liked Paris for lots of reasons. I think it's because I've just always been in love with snow. <laughs> <laughs> seems stupid but it was so great having falling snow and the yeah and it just had a really nice feel that set it just uh worked well and then our, our, some of the miniatures as well um, alexandria seeing it maybe not at the time but seeing it finished I, I think you know that sort of was really great yeah uh that's all the questions that i have thank you for joining me today james and shona and congratulations once again on this on this great achievement it's it's one of my uh, favorite production designs of the year Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this interview. Be sure to check out uh, the film discussed today, uh, Poor Things, uh, directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, which is in select theaters December 8th and everywhere December 22nd. Uh, Thank you to Searchlight and... James and Shona for their time. This is Lights, Camera, Film Reviews, signing out.